0: So today we are back with another episode. Mum, what we're going to be discussing today? We are going to be
1: discussing the process of turning our thoughts to things, often called
0: manifesting. Yes, and that is something that we have been very interested in over the last few years. And today we're going to talk about our experiences and beliefs around a law of attraction because sometimes it can be quite misunderstood and people can sometimes think of it as just thinking a thought and then it's going to automatically appear in front of you. And there's a lot more to it than just that, so we wanted to explore our experiences with it to kind of demystify some belief systems that people might have and also to help understand uh, how to do it better so we can continue living the lives that we want to live.
1: I think a lot of people are Frustrated because they think that you just think a nice thing. Mm-hmm. They hear the word law of attraction and they'll say, "Oh, what? Do you just think a nice thing and then it suddenly lands in your lap?" And they are frustrated by that because their brain is telling them that the way they feel is saying to them that can't be how it is, and that isn't how it is.
0: Yeah, I think that's why it has got such a negative response because people may try it or they might not, or they just think, "Well, oh yeah, obviously that doesn't work." But- but I think even now, at this point, I've been learning about it for so long. And even now, things that I learn and hear about I is like brand new to me. And I think throughout life, we're always discovering and rediscovering things and learning them. Um, again and again because sometimes I, I listen back to either old podcasts that we've done or con- like, even like reading old diaries and stuff and I've learned stuff and listening back or looking back it's interesting because I'll have forgot that I even re- learned that and I think sometimes you need that reminder again and again to go over it because sometimes it is hard to remember what you learn and put it into practice every time. Yeah I don't think we've ever really been taught at all about how important it is to
1: manage thoughts and feelings and th- manifesting things is all about that it's all about it starts as a thought yeah and then a feeling and we we're, we're just not taught about our emotions at all yeah and what we manifest in our lives and what we create because we are creators is all based from thoughts and feelings mm-hmm. and people are trying to manifest things and they're not realizing that it's it's actually manifested before it turns into something physical you're already manifesting it like the person who wants the gold medal for instance when they've initially thought i want to win a gold medal they've already manifested the process of getting and the gold medal being available to them yeah And they're working with their energy, their source energy, the things that inspire them. We get inspired to do things, and that is coming from our higher self. Yeah. And we need to keep in touch with that higher self part of us to keep being inspired to go after those goals because once we've linked up with a goal, it's already there vibrationally. It's already there in energy, the desire to win the gold medal. So you wake up and you have this inspiration to go for the run. And you, you really believe it's available to you and you just keep being inspired. But it's that gold medal doesn't arrive until the end. Yeah. But the whole manifestation process is with your thoughts and feelings.
0: So to make it clear for people that might not have had much experience with the law of attraction and manifesting, what is your knowledge of it? So my knowledge of me trying to
1: manifest my goals, I need to connect with my own higher self which is connected to the energies that create worlds these energies are out there that inspired people thousands and thousands of years ago before there was the internet and phones and things if you notice these big churches that are built have you ever noticed when you go in there you think how did they know how to build that because Mm -hmm. there was some infinite intelligence between them and this is coming from the energy that creates worlds there is something there for us to lock into yeah and i have my own personal connection to that which is being constantly fed to me all of the time if i nurture it So I have my own connection to source, we all do, which is the energies that create worlds. And those energies will feed me the inspiration I need if I'm connected. Mm -hmm. If I look to that outside of myself, I'm cutting myself off from my main supply. Nobody else out there is going to be able to give me as much Power, creative power as my own energy system, my own infinite yeah. intelligence. So I need to stay connected to my higher self. And by doing that, what I've learned is, is actually it's not about striving and, and, um, being in a place of struggle, it's actually about being connected to yourself and your own inspiration, is about actually appreciating and being satisfied where you are now. So it's really got this polarity between wanting something and actually not striving for it, which seems totally alien because mm-hmm. we've always been taught to strive for everything, work hard, work hard. hustle culture. Yeah. So, this manifesting game is really quite different. Yeah and I think we need to start there I think that's really important to try and help people realize a you're not going to you don't need to convince other people you don't need to find it from other people because you have your own supply of inspiration um, excitement within yourself and getting excited about what you've already created yeah knowing that if you're wanting a car say say if there's a car that you want like a Porsche that you've always dreamed of you've actually already manifested that by your thoughts because you wanted it so you put it into your vibrational basket yeah it's already there and part of the process of manifesting is actually enjoying putting it in the basket first and then you get to think and feel and think about it and go well I want leather seats and I want it to have this dashboard or these wheels and that is you can enjoy that process.
0: I think one thing I've definitely had to learn over time and it's been more apparent the more things that I do end up manifesting or doing is actually like by the time you get the goal that you want it actually is quite interesting how the goal doesn't seem to be like the thing that you actually wanted it was the the journey to the goal Mm. was actually the thing that was quite exciting and most of the time I think when we try and manifest something it is like we try and manifest an object like a car or um more money or something and and the point I think of manifesting is it's not actually the object that it, we're trying to get it's the experience of having that so rather than focusing on actually the object focus on building the excitement around the journey and I suppose let's like say going on holiday for example the holiday is great when you're doing it and experience of the holiday is obviously what you're wanting but the juicy, exciting, great bit as well is also, like, the planning of the holiday, choosing where you're going to go, choosing how you're going to get there, what sort of things you're going to do, what you're going to take, the clothes. Like, everyone always says, oh, I love I love Christmas, for example, because of the build-up. The build-up of Christmas is the most exciting part, and you get to Christmas Day. And, yeah, it's great, and it's lovely to have that Christmas Day, but it's always the build-up that people love. And I think that's a bit like a manifestation. You've got to uh, enjoy the journey of getting there, because if you, if you don't, it just like that's what your life is pretty much like filled up of is all these little stepping stones to the manifestation and if you're not enjoying the journey then what is the point of trying to manifest Mm. anything and i think that's something that i've had to really learn and understand the more i've manifested when you just go out and book a holiday for the next day The holiday
1: might still be good for that week, but then it's been and gone. Mm -hmm. But when you've booked a holiday several months before, and like you said, you've had the build-up, it's the planning of the outfits and the shopping for the holiday and the counting down of the weeks. And the holiday, like you say, doesn't arrive till the end. And the manifestation process is exactly the same. And if we can start to enjoy the manifestation process and get excited about what we're asking for then life can become a whole lot more exciting and juicy. And I think instead of waiting for something and wanting something, you're more in the enjoyment of the creation. I think the other important thing to talk about is self-worth comes a lot into that as well, believing you deserve what you're asking for. And it's only us that are holding ourselves back from that, thinking am i am i worthy of it is the universe going to i think we've been taught that you know there's a god that says or a santa claus that says you've been good or bad or a god that says you're worthy that i understand is not the case we are as worthy as we the universe will give us what we feel we're worthy for so i think when you're manifesting it's really important to be aware of your belief of whether you feel worthy or not and if you don't feel worthy for the thing you're asking for you need to really check in with that and change that belief beliefs are just things you can change just with the thought just by looking at it and deciding if you decide I'm not going to believe that anymore I'm going to believe this and really try and look at, look at that that you can change that because if you're asking for something like a Porsche and you think I'm never going to have a Porsche deep down I'm mm-hmm. not worthy how can you manifest that yeah so we've been brought up to believe or many of us have been brought up to believe that we there's a god out there that says you're either good or bad or that it's like when we're little children you know santa will decide whether you've been good or bad and i've noticed in myself at times i've questioned whether i'm uh, worthy of having the desires that i have and I've now come to realize that the um the goodness of the universe is always flowing to me everything I feel worthy enough of having and it's all about self-worth and there is nothing other than myself that's getting in the way of that Mm -hmm. so if I feel there is a little bit of a gap there with my belief of what I'm worth I really need to look at that and that's something that I've realized as well
0: Mm -hmm. and for people wanting to change beliefs like what what is your experience of changing beliefs, like, what sort of things
1: do you do? For me, checking in with what the belief is in the first place, yeah, because a lot of these aware. programmes run where we're not even aware of the programme that's running behind the scenes. Yeah, yeah.
0: It is true. Like you'll, I don't know, I was thinking about this earlier. I mean, even your Porsche example, most people probably hearing the Porsche, they'd be like, oh, that's impossible because I'm never going to be able to afford a Porsche. That in itself is a limiting belief. I always hear people say I'm never going to be rich or I'll never be able to pay off my student debt. That one really annoys me sometimes because I just think like that's just limiting how much money you're going to afford even if you chose not to pay off your student debt for whatever reason like just saying that you're not going to be able to afford it is limiting how much money that you're allowing into your world of you know abundance and just allow, uh, realizing that they are limiting you taking on the the pos- positive of that belief looking at your belief system and realizing what you're limiting yourself with and then changing that and actually actively reprogramming by repeating the things to yourself that's why I think affirmations can be really powerful if that's what you want to do um, or even just being aware of them and then when they come up to change them so when you think oh I couldn't afford that be like actually why couldn't I afford that challenge your belief systems Mm -hmm. I think and Sometimes I find when people say changing your beliefs, I think I do struggle with knowing, even myself, knowing the best way to do that. But I think it is like a gradual over time thing, which don't get me wrong, you can do it instantly. Joe Dispenza says you can change your beliefs instantly. It's not... I'm not limiting everyone by saying you can't. But I think... Sometimes because of the reprogramming of our brains, which um with like Joe Dispenser obviously is studied all about, scientifically you can change your belief system. So I think it's that reprogramming again and again and again of that repeating and impacting your voice in in your head. One of the beliefs that we can have is I need a long time to change a belief. Yeah,
1: that's true. And Bashar, the channel Bashar, he talks about permission slips Mm -hmm. and Allowing yourself a permission slip that says, I'm allowed to change this quickly giving your own permission slip to yourself and saying I am allowed to change this belief today with the click Mm -hmm. of my fingers because you might be working on a belief and then not realize there's another belief on the back of that that's saying this is going to take six months which is not true that's just something that you could have got from family members or seeing a process within the within a family within a family that has taken time so really spending time on looking at what's holding you back and where your self-worth is sitting and not actually putting the power into something that isn't there there's no proof that there's somebody saying you're either good or bad so why do we give this thing so much power yeah so why can't we change that belief to actually... The world is abundant. It is wanting to give us these amazing gifts and things that we are asking for. It's only us that are holding ourselves back from that. Mm-hmm. And if we can get over that stumbling block and work on our own belief system, that is a big step of... That's one of the many the steps to manifesting.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: A very important step, as they all are. So I think also we wait for our manifestations and say, well, until I, I don't know, we have
0: the car in the garage, I can't be happy. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah, I think that's a big one, and people do it all the time, including me, I'll be happy when mm. I have a certain amount of money or I'm on, I've been on holiday or whatever it is, and I think that one can be really limiting as well because as we've both experienced and other people will experience when you have those things no matter how much you wanted them if you're letting outside things dictate how you feel that's always going to end up in a disaster because someone can come along and take that away from you instantly it's really important to know that your manifestation is
1: a vibration first so it's Mm -hmm. available to you in a vibrational form then it's your thoughts around that that start manifesting it and then it becomes the thing. Mm. So first of all, it's vibrationally available to you. You may have asked for it in some ways before but not been that specific about specific about it. And then it then the thoughts around it but the, the thing is as well is to remember that it's not about grafting you don't have to think about it all the time for it to happen because once you've put it in to your wishes and dreams it's already wanting to come to you you've already asked for it it's about how you remain in alignment um, and that might be a good podcast for us to do is explain what that means to us being in alignment but being trying to stay as much as you can in alignment and i know we have mentioned that a few times yeah because staying in alignment as much as you can is when you are in the state of allowing and allowing things to materialize for you Mm -hmm. i think as well when it comes to manifesting we're not just manifesting objects and i've always looked at manifesting like that like Mm -hmm. you know manifesting a car or manifesting a house and the other thing i've realized is is that when you're elated you've manifested that or when you're in fear or when you're having a great time with friends you have manifested that too so all these things that happen Mm -hmm. are having having a nice day out with the family and you're in a good mood you have manifested these things so I think as well when we're looking at manifestations it's not all about trying to create physical things it's also about creating being in alignment more or creating a nice environment and feeling good Mm -hmm. is all your you're manifesting all the time so it's good to be aware of that as well yeah I
0: think that's an interesting one that I have been aware of but I suppose it's not one that I really focus on I find it interesting with small moments like feelings and experiences that you might not have necessarily thought out and planned because I think those are the moments that are quite special and I've spoke about this before how little moments bring make your life and I think I've not really understood before how to create those moments consciously but then I suppose thinking about it that would be your concentrating on positive moments your gratitude list like those sort of times create more because you magnetize what you think and feel so whatever you focus on you get more of so I think in that way focusing more on the positive moments brings more of that but I do like the idea that you are in control of even those moments because life isn't just about objects and materialism and things like that Mm.
1: I think being aware of what you have created already in your life is we're, we're always thinking forward, aren't we? We're always thinking about what's next and what we're trying to create. And it gets us in this state of unsettlement where we're feeling, oh, why am I not there yet? And I wanted that five years ago and I'm still not there yet. Mm. And we spend all our time focusing on that and it really unsettles us when if we like I was thinking this before there's a lot of gratitude books around and I've never really thought about it of what are they actually trying to do and the gratitude books that are out there and where you write down what you're you're grateful for each day is about getting you to look at what you've already created Mm. and Part of manifesting is actually going backwards and looking at what you've created so far and being really bloody satisfied and Mm. thinking, yes, I know I've launched desires of having this car and having this certain house and maybe having a bigger garden or having my garden landscaped. and, And these are all out there of things I'd like to create, but they're already working away. The universe is already working on that. And actually, once you have done that you can the biggest the quickest way to manifest these things is actually to focus backwards mm-hmm. on what you've already created in a positive way and be saying well look at the house I already live in and it's all it gratitude helps that yeah definitely. and get you to get into that state where you can then be allowing because you're on a higher vibrational frequency which is then where the magic happens mm-hmm. but this is what we are keen to help people understand. And it's not like your next door neighbour, if they manifest it before you do, there's not enough for you. There is abundance in the world. So there is enough to go around. It's not like there is this only small amount for us to get. It's There's enough for everyone. The universe has enough energy to for us to create all sorts of things. I think feeling lack and feeling like you've got to beat everyone to the post and things like that is also something we tend to do. Mm. And that can get us in a state of
0: panicking and not, again, not being in this state of allowing. One thing I really had to learn when I was younger, and it was something that used to really be hard for me, is comparing myself to other people, which everyone does, but also feeling that if they get it before I do, there's not going to be enough left, like, especially with acting. I was like, yeah, but if they got a big role and I didn't, then, like, I'm not going to be successful. And my understanding of it now, whether this is right or wrong, it just helps me accept that there's... a lot out of there's abundance for everyone is that we're all living our own reality and I kind of like thinking about it as if I'm living in my own film you know people say be the main character of your own story and everyone else like we're learning is just a projection of your internal viewpoint so everyone's just in your film and reflecting back to you yeah reflecting back to you how you feel Uh, and then in that film of yours you can have whatever you want because your film is your film but in someone else's film if they wanted to have the same main role they can get that because they that that role isn't taken by you in that their Mm. film and so I think that's what made me understand like in for example in a race say let's say it's sports day and you wanted first first place in um, the 100 meter race and you knew that someone next to you also wanted that you can still manifest it and try and train and do everything you can to get 100 meters and they can do the same in their reality they will they can get that and in your reality you can get that because you're both in separate films is how I that is kind of how I see abundance is that there's more for everyone because we're all living in our own versions of life yeah how do you feel now when you look back at your life in terms of that feeling
1: of not enough and, ha- and having to beat everyone to the post sort of thing otherwise it's not enough for you
0: I am very understanding that my journey is my journey for a reason. And if I'd have got everything I wanted when I was younger, I remember being 16 and obviously you wish for success by the age of 18, 20. Like you, I remember thinking to myself, if I'm not this by 21, like I need to have a good talk with myself and something needs to happen drastically. And now I'm 23 and I'm not where that place that I wanted to be is, but I would never take back the opportunities and experiences that I did have because every single one of those experiences has taught me so much. So I think now I just look at that, like, competitive, like, way of being as a... it's unnecessary it's not needed and I'm living my own life in my timeline and everything like I said has been for a reason and if I hadn't had one thing I wouldn't have another because like another lesson has been learned from that yeah I really identify
1: with that because mine was slightly different to yours I think it was about when I was 30 and I'd had my last child Matthew I was so frustrated and I felt like there wasn't enough time and time was running out and I had to do everything and it all had to come from my own energy Mm -hmm. and there I was trying to look after four children four very small young children feeling very agitated and like I've I've described it before it felt to me like a wound up coil Mm -hmm. and I knew none of these things and now I've gone from that person to being a person now who is aware of be satisfied in the moment, look at what you've already created and and be satisfied knowing that that is the secret to my success. Mm-hmm. That is where I'm going to find my gold. Mm. In, and how nice is that to know that I can just go easy and... And also being aware that if I'm... Um, I'm not actually after a Porsche, but I just use <laughs> the Porsche because it just keeps coming up. So say if it was the Porsche I wanted, then it's okay for me. It's actually good for me to focus on that mm-hmm. and think what kind of seats and colour and all the rest of it. But if at any time I've come to understand that that process of focus starts creating a bit of... Um, what's the word? Um, impatience. Mm-hmm. Um Like annoyance, aggravation in me at all. All I'm doing again is pinching myself off from those source that the universe that creates wills the energy that is mine, Mm -hmm. ready for me. So I need to be very aware of that. So if I know Abraham Hicks talks about focus, focus on what you want, but then she says sometimes we say oh, actually, don't focus too hard, go general. And she said it is like a contradiction. And the reason for that I've now understand is, is that if you're really focusing on something, like say you want more money and it starts to stir up unsettlement in you, then that again is pinching you off. So what you need to do is go, that pinches me off, although it is more money I want. But the actual secret to getting the more money is getting satisfied. And I can do that by saying, oh what lovely trees there are around my house and look at my lovely lawn and all the things that are working well for you and um, anything if you haven't got a nice lawn and it's all dying, don't look at the lawn look at the things that are working well the things you're doing well and there will be plenty of them there are things that we all do well so they're the places to look if you're focusing on the car and it's causing that unsettlement that's when you need to go general and go no that isn't where I need to be looking right now I need to be focusing on the good that's working in my life and get into that satisfied place and what a relief what a relief that we don't need to be striving and it doesn't have to be hard work this it's the opposite yeah so I'm feeling really excited about sharing this knowledge because I just feel like our message is all about go easy and it's not as and dare to dream go easy and give yourself a bit of an easier time
0: and It's really nice to be able to share such great news. It is, yeah. Before you finish, Mum, what moments have you created this week that you want to share? I created having time. It was easy because I was on holiday. Yeah.
1: So I Very easy. It was easy, but it was like the universe gave me a taste of what is good for me. And I really realised how important it is to take time out. Yeah, definitely. It made me respect that because... You can think when you're going on holiday and you've got a business or whatever, you know, oh, I shouldn't be taking this time out and have guilt. And actually, I saw the other side of that. And I saw that I needed to have that time to be able to be more of me.
0: Yeah. I think my favourite thing about holidays is... Well, many things are my favourite things about holidays. But one of the things I find quite powerful is that when you go away, you come back. Or even when you're there, I do, I get quite, like, ready to start again and i think when you come away from feeling quite exhausted when you're on holiday it brings so many new ideas and Mm. you just can't wait to get back and start this new life that you've planned in your head and i think that's why it's so important because it it, it's like it allows the universe the source whatever to kind of come back and remind you of everything that you should be doing and it puts you on track again which i think think quite cool do you think it sort of helps you to see who you really are connect with who you really are or you're what you really want Mm. and also when you're on holiday or away from where you normally live you can look at your life differently because you're not surrounded by the same way of living you know like if you're on holiday in a different country and it's hot and it's not like you're living at home so it's this whole different environment that you're able to reflect with whereas if you're at home and you're always at home it can be hard to get away from the distractions of things that make you Mm look at your life differently so I think yeah some great stuff in going away and that doesn't have to be abroad I think even when you go away for a weekend you can still get that if you're going 10 minutes down the road I just think the different environment really brings new inspiration Mm. um for me I struggled I I've I spoke about it last week but I struggled quite a lot last week with being quite fearful about life and what's coming next and I'm in a bit of a place of unknown right now and I think that taught me a lot, and is still teaching me a lot. I'm not 100% yet, but I it's teaching me, especially learning, obviously, all about how you create your own reality and all that thought, sort of stuff. I'm trying to learn how to step away from that, and something as well is learning how to, in the most fearful moments, try and actually get grounded again, because life is full of ups and downs and all these things and I think learning to be steady settled in those moments is quite a challenge so I don't know exactly what I've learned just yet or what I've created what moment I've created for myself but I think I'm learning to get more Mm. ahead of my fearfulness and unsettledness because obviously that just creates more of it when I notice it
1: yeah, looking on upon your situation, I look at you and think you are scared to take action on certain things because, say, if you go and take a job that mm. isn't quite in line with what you want to do overall, it's like you're scared to do that because you're feeling like that might get you stuck in some way. Mm-hmm. But then by not doing it, you stay fearful And the fearfulness stops you having momentum in the right way because if you had the money, if you had the job coming in and the money, you would feel secure. Mm -hmm. So it's like a catch-22 by not doing a certain thing because you don't want to get tied up. It creates fear, which also stops you moving forward. And in a way, I feel like if we just truly go after our dreams and do whatever we have to do in the moment, the universal shift and change for you anyway if you do things fearlessly Mm -hmm. it's I think um I'm wondering whether it's something to do with that just following your dreams fully yeah and doing whatever it takes and not being worried about getting stuck knowing that if you can get, the thing is, it's back to that satisfied. If you can get yourself in a position where you're following your dream to the best of your ability, getting yourself where you can remain satisfied because you're sustaining yourself, mm-hmm. then everything will flow anyway. Yeah. We, I think we tend to try and hold on to control. Yeah. And what thing do you want to do differently next week? Um, there are lots of things I've thought about and I can't quite connect with one at the minute because um, there was a few things I was uncomfortable with eating again because I was at the hotel and they had buffets and I was eating like mad. and But then I was just eating all the things that I just love. So I did feel a bit uncomfortable. I wasn't really... Oh, I find that quite exhausting. I, I'm still battling with that one. Mm. But um, I think that... It's that managing my thoughts and feelings and and managing how I feel. feel, And uh, it's all very well going to the hotel and having a buffet and just eating what the hell you like, but then you've got to manage the way you feel after. And um, I do feel I'm being called, through having diabetes and that, to work with that part of myself. So there is just that. That was one of the main things. I struggled every day with certain things that I ate were too much for me. Mm-hmm. And it was just getting that balance. But then I sort of tried to just relax a bit and think, "Oh well, you're on holiday. Just it's it's that really that mm-hmm. I think now I'm back home. I would like to to manage how I feel by what I put in my mouth
0: because mm. <laughs> I know how important that is. Yeah, um, I think for me next week, this next week coming up, I want to probably similar to what I said last week, but be aware of how I'm thinking and feeling and be more aware of that and stop it in the flow of it rather than actually letting it spiral into something that it shouldn't be Um, and not letting outside things affect my internal because obviously, as we know, that creates more of it and I just, I need to be more aware of it, I think. Mm. Thank you for listening to another podcast. Um, We do post every day on Chapters Podcast on, on Instagram and on there we try and get some useful information for everyone to spread about. So if you're interested, please like and follow on there. Um, and we'll also does a bit of um, posting on Facebook, which is another place where you can follow us again, at Chapters Podcast underscore.
1: But for now, keep creating amazing chapters of your lives. Remember to stay satisfied and we can't wait to share with you next week.